Ahoy, and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates, and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah. What is dating if not, I don't know, choosing between having self-confidence for the first time in your life or being really good at close-up magic? So let's do this. We're not dating at all. Okay. Comfy. This is a new spot for me also. Yeah. How you like it over there? I hate it. <laughs> we need a new couch. It's so bad. Desperately, we need a new couch. <laughs> this is becoming, I mean, not only like like a comfort issue, yeah, but like a podcasting issue. Like I can't be in a spot to like talk. To, I mean, you also are in a bad chair. For I hate a, this chair. We are struggling. We need all new furniture. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to donate, yeah. email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. Um, Ashley Home Furniture, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, I Ugh. will talk up a couch. I will talk Would up a chair. Love that, Ashley. Yeah. So, Ashley, just like DM us. <laughs> yeah. IKEA, Ashley, Joy from Joey Bird. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Jerome, Jerome from Jerome's. Oh, Jerome's. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anybody of that caliber, please. Bob from Bob's, Bob's Home, Home Furniture. Shings. Sure. No, Shings. It, I feel like maybe it's Shings. It's but Shings. It could be Chur. Could be Chur. Could be Chur. The world may never know. We didn't even start. I, we've, we've been talking, but we didn't oh start. Oh my God. We really just want to find loopholes in this 30 minutes. No. <laughs> we can do this. We have to use the timer today mm-hmm. because we have a tendency. To mm-hmm. just follow every thread. Yeah. And then we sit here for three hours and have to edit this sucker down yeah. so that y'all don't have to listen to a three-hour podcast. And yet it's still hour and a half or so. Because <laughs> it's a three-hour podcast we're editing, okay? What we... Mm. 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 We say we're going to be here for an hour each week. So let's do that today. Let's yeah. be here for an hour. Yeah, we've been lying. We're lying. We've, we're here well. for three hours each week. <laughs> and we give them an hour and a half to listen to. And no one's called us on our bullshit. No, guys, call us on our bullshit. Please call us on our bullshit. Come on. You know, we've been skating past you. Yeah. All right. 30 minutes for the first half of our date. Okay. Starting now. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the beginning of our date. Thank you. Every <laughs> date should start with some sort of welcome to the beginning. Like, Should it? You should do like a hi. Like, oh my gosh, so nice. Especially if it's like a first date. Like, hi, so nice to meet you. Oh my gosh. Like, really nice, you know, finally getting to meet with you. Yeah. And then be like, okay, you, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Date starts now. And then welcome. do all the date activities. <laughs> do all the dates activity. The date activities. Yeah. What are good date activities to you? Maybe like first through fifth date with somebody. First through fifth. Yeah. That's bold of you to assume I've even been on like a third. <laughs> okay. First through third, man. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, I feel like because of the awkwardness, uh, just inherent awkwardness of a first date, uh, plus the awkwardness I feel as a human being, I need some sort of alcohol involved. Uh-huh. So like a good like getting drinks 
and then doing something feels yeah. good to me, like a drinks and an activity or drinks and then dinner. Um, yes, because the first drink just kind of loosens you up a little bit, mm-hmm. get a little bit not louder, but just like a little bit more outgoing. Yeah. A little bit more flirtatious, teasy. So it's like fun. Yeah. 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 And it starts to, it like gives you kind of something to talk about. Like, oh, what do you typically drink? Like, it's just like a really small entryway into conversation if you have nothing, which I, right. has happened to me before. Of like, right. oh, yeah. Because I normally get a whiskey sour one because I don't know what else to order. I don't mind them. And it seems a little cool because I'm like, I'm a whiskey <laughs> girl. <laughs> Okay, but this is I am already going on a thread, but <laughs> but so you only really know about whiskey sours. Do you love them or do you just like them? I like them. I mean, I haven't really found a cocktail that I love. Mm. I I've tried others. I can't do anything vodka the the two times I've thrown up while drinking have been because of vodka cranberries. Oh, those are yeah. And so um, I'm staying away from vodka generally. If it's like in a drink, if it's like a fancy cocktail that I'm getting at a restaurant and it has, happens to have vodka, I'll power through. Right. But that's not like me drinking to have any sort of effect. It's just like, ooh, I'm having a drink with dinner. Yeah. I do like whiskey and I also like want to like whiskey. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think because I need to be cool. a whiskey girl. It looks cool. I don't know that there's any like easy at a bar drink that I'm going to like. You know, I, I like the fruity cocktail fancy things. Me too. But sometimes, I mean, there's, they're not available or bars don't really offer like, here's a menu of all of our cocktails if you're just like going to like a dive bar. Right. Um, so I'm just like, whiskey sour, give it to me. That my default is a Moscow mule, but I love them. Mm. So that's fine for me. I'm like... It, if I feel overwhelmed immediately at the bar where I'm like, I don't, there's no menus, there's no choices. I'm supposed to know what I want. Moscow Mule every time because I remember that one. It's also something that I love, but oh, yeah. I remember it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Moscow Mules are delicious. They're so good. They are. What are they based in? Vodka. Is it vodka? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the, what it is, Mule changes the alcohol. So like an Irish mule is, I think, whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had an Irish mule. It's good. Yeah. Should try maybe Irish mules. Try it. Because then it's like fun. I Here's the thing. There are a couple vodka, not vodka, whiskey sours that slap. They are so good. And I'm like, ooh, refreshing. I'm here for it. But they're so different everywhere I go. It's also kind of fun to see how different like it will be from the last time I've had a whiskey sour. Why is it different? Because is that the type of whiskey being used? No, it's I mean, because I can have you can make a whiskey sour with like the same ingredients, but different whiskey. And they're all generally going to taste the similar. I mean, a higher quality whiskey is going to be smooth, uh-huh. but I will never get a higher quality whiskey because I'm a baroque bitch. That's right. A, a baroque bitch. <laughs> a baroque <laughs> um, <laughs> bitch. I don't know any of baroque's work. I'm sorry, baroque. <laughs> Bar- <laughs> baroque is a time period. Is it not a painter? It's a time period. I thought it was a time period based off of a painter. (laughs) Is it a painter? And now I'm also thinking, is it a composer? Mm, It's definitely not a composer because there are Baroque era composers. How do you spell Baroque? (laughs) B-A-R-O-Q-U-E. Already having to consult the internet. I love it. Is it a painter? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
The Baroque is a style of architecture, music, dance, painting, sculpture, poetry, and other arts that flourished in Europe from early 17th century until the 1740s. Yeah. And the father of the Baroque period is Michelangelo Mersai Caravaggio. Okay, Michelangelo. Is that his full name? That's the Baroque bitch. God damn. (laughs) I take back my apology to Baroque. It's a good thing I don't know any of your work. (laughs) Because you don't exist. (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) I love that. That's so funny. And I didn't know, I genuinely didn't know if it was a painter. So I was giving you the benefit of the doubt because I really didn't know. (laughs) I'm sure someone somewhere has the name Baroque and has painted. Someone, yeah. Hey, Baroque, will you email us and save Shelly this embarrassment? (laughs) Everybody ships us at gmail.com. Confirm that you exist, please. Um, So anyway, I'm a Baroque bitch. (laughs) Apparently not, because I didn't know anything about the Baroque period. There's always time. There's always time. I'm not done learning things. That's right. So you're welcome, everyone, for learning with us. Every episode, we're going to do a Baroque fact (laughs) of the day. Can't wait. (laughs) A Baroque fact. Wait, can you look up if Bach is a Baroque composer? Because my instinct said Bach, but... I don't want to be wrong because my mom is who she is and she knows these things and I don't want to embarrass Bach her. is Baroque. Okay, everything's fine. Bach is Baroque. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Quote <laughs> us. That's your fact of the day. Bach is Baroque. Bach is Baroque. That, that's great. I can't wait to bring that up at the next party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. What was I talking about? God damn it. We've already tangented. We've tangented so far away from your original story. Okay. Rewind. Why whiskey sours are different. Why whiskey sours are different. And then after you finish that, we're going back to first date activities. Oh my God. I've been talking about alcohol this whole time. (laughs) The reason that they're different is because sometimes they use fresh lime. Sometimes they use like a lime mix. Sometimes they use lemonade. Oh. Uh, and sometimes they put club soda. Sometimes they don't put club soda. Sometimes there's a cherry. Sometimes there's not a cherry. Like it's, it, sometimes there's an orange peel. Sometimes there's not an orange peel. Oh it's, my God. An orange peel makes any drink so fancy. It makes it so fancy. Yeah. We love the differentiation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Date activities. Date activities. I have always wanted to do like drinks and then like have fun at like an arcade. Oh, fun. That's all I've been wanting on a date. And I have set it up for that to be the activity multiple times. And we never do the arcade part. Oh, yeah. Because I put it, there's a place nearby that has this little tiny arcade. That's not, it can't be like the main activity because there's only like 25 games. But it'd be a fun little like icebreaker. Let's have fun together. And then we can go get dinner or there's lots of options at Shoreline Village. I've only done this twice. We're like it suggested it twice, but both times I'm like, all right, so we could get dinner. We could get drinks. There's an arcade, which could be really fun. Um, Cause I don't want to like be like, let's go to the arcade. I present options and they're always like, all right, yeah, dinner sounds good. Ugh. And then once I like got dinner and then we had time after and I was like, what do you think about going to the arcade? And this was a guy that I guess had a mustache. Cause <laughs> so he's like, Men with mustaches like me can't go in arcades. Why? I think he was trying to make a joke that it'd be like creepy. Um, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, 
okay well i guess we're not going to the arcade like <laughs> no one will go on an arcade date with me oh my god you deserve an arcade date thank you just waiting for somebody to take you up on that option just sweep me off my feet at a grimy little arcade i'm just waiting for somebody to take me to top golf is that your ideal date activity at this current moment yes <laughs> it is because i'm desperate to go i need to go to top golf I went once mm -hmm. and I couldn't get enough. I need more. You have talked about Top Golf. You've talked it up. I'm like a little bit worried that like I'm not gonna have as much fun as 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 you want me to have at, when know. we go. I know. I, I I will before we go. I'll relieve you of that burden and that pressure and talk it down a little okay. bit. Okay. But right now, since we don't have a plan to go, yeah. we need to fucking go to Top Golf. Okay. Yeah. I'm like. I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, nobody will go with me. It, well, we, there was no opportunity to because there wasn't one anywhere close to us. I know, but it's been open for like a week and a half and I'm <laughs> salty. We haven't gone yet. Uh, we also didn't go to Buca de Beppo when that's been on our calendar for a year. So we're bad at doing things. We are currently bad at doing things because we have too much else going on. Yeah. But we should do more things. Probably. Hey, we're doing something really fun really soon. Yes, we are. We're going to Utah. We're going to Utah for a friend's wedding. How did we know? Did you, you just knew where I was going with that? I knew, yeah. yeah. Um, for Jacob and Anatasha's wedding. I don't know if you know Jacob and Anatasha. I don't know if you I don't, know them. I don't know if you know them. Yes, we interviewed them while they were still engaged to be married. And now they're going to be married to be married. Married to be married in less than a week. And we leave and this will be our first trip out of state together, alone together. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we were we were talking about it because um, we were trying to figure out if we were going to drive, if we were going to fly, because we are Baroque bitches. Um, Baroque <laughs> bitch, bitches. Like Bach. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, I was like, I don't know, because this is about a 10 hour drive. I was like, I don't know. We've never done that long of a drive together. And then you were like, we've never flown together. And we just realized we have kind of been bad at um, friendship things. <laughs> because of Travel friendship things because travel is expensive and we are baroque, baroque bitches. bitches. Yeah. So um, that's why we haven't done this yet. But um, what a great excuse to check this off of our friendship list. Yeah, we're going to fly together. We're going to stay at an Airbnb with like a bunch of people. We're going to have our own room. Really romantic. So cute, we're going to so be in cute. Utah, city of love. <laughs> Utah, city of city love. Of love. <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> um, so we're going to be checking off a couple of, of friendship uh Bucket, fr friend, friend bucket, bucket friends. Bucket friends. We're going to be bucket friends. We're going to be bucket friends. We also did another bucket friends thing this week. We did. Um, you took me to the to urgent care and then were in the room with me. Yeah. As I was getting a checkup from this doctor. That's right. A little bit of backstory. I woke up with the most intense pain I have felt in a very long time. I knew that my period was happening. But it didn't feel like any sort of cramps I've ever had. And I've had bad cramps. Like I've had cramps off the top of my head. I can be like, that's like top one or two pains I've felt in a while. Yeah. This topped them. Ugh. And it felt so different that I was like, I think something is like medically wrong. And I need to maybe see a doctor. And then I like was 
I'll just go out to the living room and like lay down there and then ride it out. And if it doesn't ride out, then I'll like get Bonnie to take me to urgent care. And then I got to the living room and immediately was like, this is intensified by threefold. Bonnie, help. And I like called you. I answered the phone. It was like 7 a.m. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, urgent care. I was like, oh God, okay. <laughs> And then you went and you got the car closer and I was trying my best to just crawl out of the house because I couldn't get on my feet from the couch. <laughs> I got on my knees so and I sad. crawled and I was crying. I've never cried from pain before. I mean, probably when I was like a child and broke my face. But um, other than that, don't really cry from pain. So it was intense. And then we met the most incredible human man. The nurse that was helping me out was the <laughs> most <laughs> incompetent person I've met in a while. It was so, so funny. Like, we were just, every time he left the room, because he gave us so much great content, he left the room and we would just dissolve into fits of laughter because he doesn't even know how funny he is. He doesn't. He was just genuinely trying to do his job, but also trying to, I guess, be like, ah, I'm the fun, cool nurse. Like, don't worry. They ultimately decided that it was just period cramps and um, were really bad. And the doctor, you know, wanted to remind me that he's like a women's ally and that women should be able to take off work with really bad cramps. Mm -hmm. And like, he's not minimizing my pain. He he feels that he like internal, like in his heart, he feels the pain. But there's nothing that they can do. So they gave me a shot of something for the pain. And uh, our friend, <laughs> our nurse friend was the one to do it. And at every turn was letting us know that he hasn't done many of these and he's nervous and he's not sure. <laughs> like, he's like worried he's not going to do it right. Before he even stuck the thing in you, he was like, I just, I, I'm a little nervous. Like, I'm more nervous than you are. And you were like, don't tell me that. <laughs> Literally, uh, for a while, we were just like, oh yeah, like playing along, like trying to, you know, encourage this guy to do his job and other things with the urine cup and all that. And at one point I literally had to say, please don't tell me. That you're nervous. And he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. But I told him that after he had done it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, whew, I was shaking. I was like, no, <laughs> no. Don't, don't say, say that. that. Don't no, no, say no. that when you literally put a piece of metal in my skin. Mm -hmm. In my ass. Yeah. <laughs> in my ass. Yeah. Uh, and then he like said that we could go and then we, I was like waiting to go pay and then he came back and he's like never mind you can't go and had to bring us back to the room <laughs> but we got lollipops so we demanded fine. lollipops we did. We for did. our troubles yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they were troubles they were troubles and they were lollipops and they were good they were good um but ultimately I was okay yeah but I'm glad um, you were okay but Bonnie did a really good job of being my advocate <laughs> in the room because when I, I have a little bit of uh, distrust towards doctors because at every opportunity they they blame whatever physical thing I'm feeling on anxiety uh, and just send me on my way and so when this doctor said uh, it's just cramps I was just like okay <laughs> great this is this is my life and Bonnie was like well they are really bad. Is it normal that they're this bad? What if it's this? What if it's that? <laughs> you want to give us more information about these things? I was, I was like, what should we be looking for in case it's not cramps? Yeah, what if it's appendicitis? <laughs> <laughs> and he felt my like white woman rage about it that he was like, he was like, I, I, um, 
uh, here's all the information you need to know. I am an ally. I believe women. I believe that these are really painful and I'm glad you came in today. And so he didn't offer solutions, but he gave us validation. He did. So that's that nice. nice, I suppose. And so now, like, I'm, I'm feeling much better. Uh, it felt much better the next day. I am a little bit worried about the next time. It happens because oh, yeah. he did kind of say that they just get worse. He, did he say that? Yeah. I didn't hear that. Oh, God. I think he said if, if it was fibroids or something, then oh. like it's just going to be painful and it's going to get worse as you get older. Yeah. He did tell you to go see a gynecologist. Yes. So no. put that on your list of things to do. Well, we'll have to see a doctor doctor first. This is the first doctor I've seen in a very long time. Well, one uh, one gives way to many. Yeah. That seems like an appropriate thing to say at this yes, point. I agree. Going back to our Utah trip, I would like to know before we go on this trip, if you have any concerns about going on this trip alone with me or you have things that you would like to prep me for as like how you are in travel times, mm. like any expectations I should be aware of, anything like that? Um, No, I think for the most part, I'm pretty okay travel-wise. I'm a little bit more like over-prepared as a traveler. Like I like to Good. have more clothes than I need. I like to get to the airport with more time than I need. I get the poops. When, when I like as soon as I get to the airport, I'm going to have to poop. Yeah. Um, and then I'm good. OK, great. And it's like it's just if I'm getting near the airport, all of a sudden my stomach's like, here we go. Yeah. So but other than that, I think I'm OK. I do. I mean, I don't like being surrounded by people. Yeah. Um. So there's probably just going to be a level of anxiety there, um, which is why I generally like to sit like on window, which I know that you when we were you know, booking these, you're like, all right, you're in the window. Um, also, if you ever want the window, I can sit in middle if you're like somebody I know is next to me. Yeah. It's just between strangers. I have a hard time. Yeah. But other than that, I think I don't have any things. Do you have things? Um, no. Now that I know those things, that actually is really compatible with me because I need to make sure that I'm on time to the airport with like plenty of time. Mm -hmm. Like that feels if if I'm not leaving at a time that I feel good about, then it's going to start the stress mm -hmm. and I don't want to start the stress. So having enough time at the airport is good for me to like sit and be settled before we start boarding is good for me. I'm on short flights. I'm like, OK, with middle I also don't like to be relegated to middle all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think when we scheduled it, we switched it up a little bit. There was one time where like I have the aisle and you have the middle or something like yeah. that. I like aisle. I don't mind aisle. I think I like aisle less than I like middle. Oh, do you? Because of the people walking past. It's like oh. the same thing at restaurants. I don't like being in an area where there's a lot of traffic. Okay. So I don't like being confined with them, but I like that less. <laughs> yeah, I have long legs, so the aisle feels good to me because mm. I can stretch out when there's no cart. Mm. Yeah. But no, other than that, I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited to spend the weekend with you. And I'm excited to spend the weekend with like our 
a group of friends in that realm that we never really get to see anymore because of the pandemic and because they live in Utah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And since we have like an Airbnb with them and whomsoever, we don't know. We don't know who's in this party house. Um, So it's going to be like not just having dinner or like hanging out like we'd normally do. We just do a little bit of like a thing. Like yeah. It's going to be like we're together for a long period of time and you can really like get to know somebody just from like how they how you interact when you wake up in the morning That's and right. you're like the only people awake and you're like, hmm, what do we talk about? What do we not talk about? I know I'm a little bit stressed because I don't know what like pajamas to pack <laughs> because I get really cold at night. But um, also, I don't want to look like I get really cold at night when I like leave our room and like go out for coffee and stuff like mm. in the shared space. I don't want to look like I, you know, cause okay. I know this is controversial, but I sleep with socks on. Yeah, you do. Because my little feetsies get so cold and need to trap the heat. <laughs> so I wear socks to bed and I don't want to be that bitch. Yeah. That wakes up and wears socks everywhere. And they're like, she wears socks to sleep. And now I don't like her. And now I'm going to abandon her. That's exactly the rational thought that people are going to have. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know how to remedy that because like I... Do I, I mean, wear a bra to sleep? What am I going to do? Why would you wear... Who's in the room? Like you could just throw a bra on before you leave. You could <sighs> change the whole outfit before you leave the room that you've slept in. That's my plan because I, you know, I can't really sleep with pants. So mm-hmm. I'm... I have like... Uh, are you going to sleep pantsless when we're... I'm not going to sleep pantsless pantsless. Okay. I have like my like boxer briefs oh, okay. that I'll wear. And they're basically shorts. I like shorts. Yeah. Um, you could sleep pantsless and it wouldn't bother me as long as you had like something on. Well, I'm not, I don't sleep like Winnie the Pooh style. Like I'm not just like wearing a shirt and no bottoms. I just like to <laughs> sleep in my underwear. <laughs> but I can also do shorts. When you're alone, do you sleep fully naked? Rarely. Okay. It's only like... I only if I'm having like a weird sensory night where like I I just like the feeling of a shirt on yeah. me is weird. I don't like the freedom. I it. don't either. <laughs> I have to wear a shirt. I have to cover my boobs mm. and I have to cover my other stuff yeah. in some way because otherwise I'm going to have weird dreams. <laughs> the dreams are going to feel really like vulnerable and exposed. exposed. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel exposed. I've gotten a little bit past that because I had that uh, for a while, that exact feeling. And also this sense of knowing, which is based in nothing, that if I sleep without underwear on, I'm going to pee the bed. Oh. And it's only because once as a child, um, we were like on a a trip with our family somewhere, like my my stepdad's kids. And um, I was like playing in a fountain before we were going to go stay somewhere and we didn't expect to be staying overnight. So we, we got a hotel and my clothes are wet. So I slept in like a, like Bill's t-shirt or something that Mm -hmm. I didn't have underwear. And then I peed the bed because I didn't have underwear. Uh, I was sure that was why I did it. Cause I was, I was too old to pee the bed. I was like six, you know? Yeah. And I'm a big girl and I don't pee the bed. That's right. And I, but I did. Mm. Uh, And then I was pretty sure that (laughs) after that, that anytime I slept with the underwear, I'd pee the bed. I haven't. I've slept with that underwear and I haven't peed the bed. I'm mm-hmm. proud of myself. Okay. I'm proud of you too. You. That's nice. Um, Bill has kids? Yes. Oh, you do not know that? I guess I've never really thought about that. I mean, they're like grownups. They're probably in their 40s now. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. So he like had kids. 
Okay. And he had like been long past that point in his life. He's like, I'm good. My kids are grown up. At the time that they met me, they're probably like their thirties. Oh wow! Um, and then Bill's like all of a sudden the father to a five year old <laughs> again. <laughs> so, do you ever talk to them? Not really. Uh, we did a lot of stuff when I was younger because like my family did like road trips and stuff to go see them because they lived in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and then. Honestly, I haven't seen them in like a decade, I'd say. Okay. That's probably why I don't know about them because I've known you for under that decade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got three, Karen, Becky, and Bill Jr. Jr. Shout out to Karen, Becky, and Bill Jr. Jr. Because Bill's also a junior. Oh, my God. William Russell Jr. Yeah, William Russell Jr. And then his son is, I think, William Russell Jr., the third wait William Russell the, the third. third yeah you know, add the junior if it's the third yeah hmm. if it's junior junior it's just the third I think yeah uh, <laughs> interesting it'd be funny if like King Louis the third was like King, King Louis, Louis junior, 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 junior. <laughs> junior 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 like it's like the, the tenth yeah junior 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 who was king during the baroque period oh my god we have Next time. Next, we, I'm sorry. We only get one Baroque I'm fact. curious about Baroque era. <laughs> we have a minute and 45 seconds before. How do we want to use it? I don't know. I was, I felt like I wanted to talk about like me going to Vegas and going to the BTS concert oh, and yeah. me being stuck in a, a, a timeshare presentation, but I don't know how to do that in a minute 30. Well, uh, how's the concert? <laughs> it was good. It was really good. I went to two nights, um, kind of on a whim. The, the second night, which actually was the first night, and it was very, very far away, and I could barely hear or barely see, and it didn't really feel like it was at a concert, but it was kind of like just some place was playing the music that I liked, so that was fun. <laughs> uh, and then the second night was incredible. I haven't fully processed it. It was one of the best nights of my life. Aww. That was almost ruined because of a four-hour timeshare presentation that we got roped into mostly because of social obligation we met the person we knew we were going into a timeshare presentation we were like we thought we could outsmart them we met the person she was wearing a bts shirt Mm. and um was like you know talking about her korean heritage and how proud she was and she was so excited about bts and like that we liked bts and and then formed this like kind of quasi like relationship with us and then so we were like okay well let's hear your presentation we do have to go and she's like i know you have the bts concert and then kept us longer and kept it going and was like less and less understanding about the reason why we needed to leave and then at one point got fully pissed at us that we were trying to leave (laughs) and like (laughs) by the time we got out of there it had been four hours later our concert was in like two hours. We still had to go back to the hotel, get ready. Oh my we, God. Like, this was the night that we had like made our costumes for because I had made my costume. It, it turned out great. I had spent months, do- well, a month doing it. And it turned out great. And we like wanted to really do it up. And we didn't, I didn't even get any pictures of my costume because by the time we got out of there, we were actually running and like screaming at the top of our lungs. Like we're free. We're free. Everyone (laughs) get out of here. Like we were trying to ruin their business by that time. I want to punch them. Is that fine? Is that legal? Uh, Can I punch them? I mean, it probably isn't legal, but it's timeshare people. So like, I'm sure the law would look the other way. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a loophole. I feel like a lot of people have been roped into timeshare presentations, like so much that it's like a joke. Yeah. But 
we don't know anything about timeshares because we're literally Baroque bitches. We can't afford timeshares. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would we need to know? Literally, I, and I, I know, I know, you know, don't get roped into a timeshare presentation, but they're like promising you like things that you're like, well, if I could just go get the things, leave. Like, I literally can't afford a timeshare. I'm a Baroque bitch. I mm-hmm. can't afford anything. I'm not in danger of getting scammed because I literally can't yeah, put any like, money towards this. I have $100 in my bank account and they're trying to get me to sign a deed. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they also were like, do you have a credit card? Take out a credit card. Get a second job. Uh, put it on your parents' credit card and just like don't tell them. What? Like, it was, it felt so illegal what they were doing. Ew, that's so scummy. It's so scummy. At one point, this lady was like, I've recruited um, homeless people. I've had, we have now like owners, they called the timeshare. They never said the word timeshare. They didn't say the word time. They didn't say the word share. <laughs> that's smart. Um, that's smart but, of them. So they just kept calling it like owners and like you can get a week. They just kept saying a week. You could get a week at any of our resorts and, and you could sell your week and you could, I don't, I am still so confused about it. What? But at one point I was so confused. I was like, is this a good deal? Like, I, <laughs> because they kept just like throwing like their hands in my face and yeah. like, look at that way. Look over there. Look up, down, look up, down, look up, down. I don't know why I said look up, down, but I look up, down, look up, down. And I'm like, okay, up, down. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. And also I need to go. If I say yes, well, can I go faster? Like yeah. <laughs> I want to go to BTS. And then I think they kind of had us a little bit of like, oh, this is like, this does sound nice. Like we still can't afford it, but it does sound nice. And like, they, wow, they're dropping the price, blah, blah, blah. Like it's becoming more doable, but we absolutely can't do it. And then at one point we were like, hey man, we, we do need to get out of here though. And they were like, after trying to connect with us over BTS the entire day. And like, we talked about our biases. We talked about all the things we loved about them. Like we talked about them. Um, They were like, well, this is just one concert. We're talking about vacations for the rest of your life. And we're like, oh, that, oh, that's the wrong move. You made an error just now. Uh, Cause I will not, I would miss the birth of my first child for a BTS concert. (laughs) So, um, how do we take a break? <laughs> what do you mean? How do we take a break? We just take one. Well, I know, but this just doesn't feel like a the end of a conversation. That's well, not. <laughs> well, I mean, the end of a chunk of a conversation. This is a. I'm in my head. Are mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Well, it's hard because we put a timer up, and the timer puts a container on it that we're not used to. Yeah. So it feels weird. It feels awkward. It does feel to awkward. To take a break at this point. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't talked at all. You haven't. <laughs> That's the problem is that like <laughs> part of the reason that we take so long is because we both have lots of things to say. Yeah. And so. But maybe I just won't. I mean, we have a question to get to. We've got things to talk about. I'll talk more later. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this make you unhappy? Because then like. I want to talk. I talked about a thing that happened with me. I want to hear about things that have happened with you. Well, the thing that happened with me that is like the most important is the fact that I uh, was teaching with Alex this Mm -hmm. past weekend. Yes. But you and I have talked about that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm having a real like weird time trying to figure out how to like be here and be present and be authentic on these dates and also share things with people because I know that people are listening yeah. and they do care about like what's happening with us. They want to know what's up. 
So like the thing that I just told you, you've heard. I've heard, but there's some things that I learned in it this time. I didn't know that Bill had kids. <laughs> and I learned about like the fact that you had a relationship with them that you don't really anymore. I mean, that's interesting. I'm learning about you still. Yes. Even in the retellings. <laughs> but I just don't know how to. I don't know. I'm, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it probably isn't helpful that we've put the container of 30 minutes on it. Probably not. So then we kind of <laughs> have to give a bullet points. Container. Yeah. And then the bullet points are like, well, these are things that ha- I've already told you. Yeah. But tell me more about this weekend of teaching. It was a two day viewpoints workshop. And I've subbed for Alex's classes before. I was Alex's student. I love viewpoints. I've studied viewpoints with other humans that Alex has had dealings with. (laughs) It's a weird way to say that, but it's true. Um, And it's a language that I understand and Mm -hmm. I love it. I've never been in the room with Alex in a teaching capacity when she is also teaching. I've only ever been in the room with Alex when I'm learning from her as a student. And this was the first time that we were in the room together and I was able to be in the thing while also removed enough from it so that I can take notes. I can see the bigger picture of what's going on. Instead of being in the present moment, I'm holding space for the whole ensemble in a certain way. Mm. A quick refresher. I feel like I've talked about viewpoints on here, but I don't know that the people listening have a as much understanding as it, it's a, it's a acting language, really. There are nine viewpoints um, in this adaptation of viewpoints because they have a whole history, but it's a way of talking about and dissecting, um, performing and acting and understand like staging and like everything. And so once you establish that common language, you can mess with certain parts of it. Like you can mess with the tempo of things. Tempo is a viewpoint. You can mess with the duration of things. Duration is a viewpoint. Um, Or people's spatial relationship from each other. Mm. And you can mess with them as individual ingredients or as like combined ingredients. Um, and Alex uses viewpoints as a way for the actor to start understanding self and character. And so that's what I learned from her. That's what I'm still learning from her every time I'm in the room with her. Anyway, um, my experience at the workshop was um, amazing and complicated. And Alex and I discovered that we work really well together, which um, makes my heart so happy. And we were taught, she was so generous with her time. Like after the first day of the workshop, before she told me what she was thinking, she was like, what do you think? Like, what did you notice about today? And where do you think we should go in day two? Um, which was great. I got to give my answer to that. And she was like, I'm on the exact same page. Halfway through day one, she was like, what do you think is going on? And I said, I think this is going on. I think we should go here. And she was like, that's exactly what I was thinking. So like, we're on the same page about things, but also like she has many, many more years of experience than I do and can pull from a lot of different uh, experiences in this work that I don't have. But I also, we were talking about an exercise that I know that she's never done, which was so cool. 
me to be like, oh my God, I actually know a thing. (laughs) Anyway, it was really great. I learned a lot about myself as a teacher, but also as myself as a human being. And we want to do it again. So hopefully that happens. I would love for that to happen. Um, And she said that she wants me a little bit more involved and active, which is cool because I'm kind of blurring the line between assistant teaching and co-teaching right now. Yeah. So let's just blur that shit even more. Blur, blurred lines. Blurred I didn't want to sing the song because it's lines. a bad song. It's but. a bad song and we will get sued. I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to get sued. Mm, I do. Sue me. Yeah. So that was how it was. I'm really happy with how it went. Um, just really nice. And I want you to do it next time. I want to do it. I am also so anxious about the idea of doing it. <laughs> what makes you anxious about it? Well, one, I haven't like acted in a very long time. I think the last acting thing I did was um, the commercial you directed. And that was kind of just being myself. Mm-hmm. And I've never taken like acting classes that would actually be beneficial to me as an actor. Um, I've taken acting classes IVC and that taught me how to stage kind uh-huh. of yeah a, a monologue so I haven't flexed the muscle in a really long time and because I haven't done that like I'm looking back on like other times I've I've acted or or that and like really criticizing it and being like I got into this because I thought I was good at it. Was I good at it? And so like, I just, I I have a lot of that Mm self-doubt that I don't want to put in front of um, one, a group, like a class of people uh, and two, um, Alexandra Billings. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that for sure. I have thoughts. Would you like to hear them? I would like to hear them. One, I directed you. I cast you as my lead. Mm -hmm. In the odd couple, female version. That's just nepotism. It was not. (laughs) You fucking crushed it. Uh, From audition to closing night, uh, you were my anchor of that whole show. (laughs) So let's take the question of whether or not you're good enough out of it entirely. Because that's true. That's a fact. That's true. Second of all, the work in general is more ensemble-y. So everybody is going through their own thing collectively. So really, there aren't a lot of eyes on you. It's actually really nice. It feels, um, I mean, it's going to feel whatever it feels like. But it, for me, I don't feel like people are looking at me. And so I feel a little bit more honest, Mm. a little bit more like grounded in my own experience, which helps me. Um, And three, Alex would love for you to be in the room, I think. I think she would really enjoy having you there. Mm. It's up to you. I'll think about it. Good. I want you to think about it. Ah. Like actually think about it and feel about it. Uh, no. Don't make me feel. <laughs> Please. Um, but I want it. Well, okay. Now it seems like a good time to take a break because I'm all uncomfortable because of nice things you said about me. Great. <laughs> well, let's take a break so you can get comfy again and uh-huh. your walls back up. Borden. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> um, who knows? Let's just do it. Though. Let's do it. Folks, this is 
36 questions that lead to love. 36 questions that lead to love. We're going to get to know our favorite thing. Find out if we want to bang. 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the tempo in that was all over the place. I changed the tempo because I realized I wasn't getting any sort of notes I needed. <laughs> so the tempo was what you f- yeah. You I was just out. like I was like you know what, it's gonna be bad then. <laughs> Let's just make I'm, it bad. <laughs> we're gonna make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I succeeded. You you did. You know mm. what? Let's start off this question with a giant success. Bam bam. Um, we're on question twelve. All right. It's been a minute since we've done one of these. Yeah, it has. So, I, like, maybe we're just trying to let our feelings marinate mm-hmm. after the 11th question. So, I'm going to ask, are you in love with me? Um, You can be honest. It's fine. Okay. Honestly, before question one, I was at a zero. Mm. And right now, I feel like I'm at, like, a maybe a two. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's on a scale of one to, like, 70,000. Yes. All right. That's not bad. Progress. Yeah. What about you? Um, I haven't like given it a number. Okay. I will say I'm not in love with you. Okay. Um, but I enjoy these and I enjoy oh. getting to know your thoughts on them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, going into it with like an open heart, open mind, you know, like, I am here for the right reasons. Yeah, me too. I'm here to make friends. Yeah. And possibly fall in love. Yeah, exactly. So like. Well, I'm not, like, in love yet. Um, I'm, like, open to the journey. Love you it. Know? Love it. Question 12. Excellent. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? I'm trying really hard to think outside of my typical answer for this, which is um, sleight of hand. Slash, like, close-up magic. Close-up magic. What a great answer. Because I could, one, do close-up magic. Uh, and two, pickpocket, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I want to think a little bit more carefully about this one. See if there's anything else. Man, I don't have an answer, like, ready to go on this. I feel like this is one of the questions that generally people have thought about, and they have, like, an answer that's ready to go, and I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I start at one every time I do this question. Yeah. I feel like – I feel that because I I'm I have my default answer that I'm not – I don't feel great about. I'm not like, yeah – if, if they take one thing away from this conversation, they know something that's fundamentally true about mm-hmm. me. Like, I don't think that it, that's the case with my answer. Right. But I also feel the pressure to find the most true answer. The most true, the most creative, mm-hmm. the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that pressure. My heart right now is saying that I would love the ability to speak every language. I was also thinking that. Because mm. I love... The idea of being able to connect with people and also like great party trick. Mm-hmm. Um, I could work as a translator. Um, I could, uh, I, yeah, you could travel and like feel travel. comfortable like talking to people. And like, I, there's a lot of opportunities for people who for polyglots. Polyglots. Mm, I learned that word from TikTok. <laughs> I'm gonna say the question again. Yes, please. 
If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh, a quality. quality. Didn't think about the quality part yeah. of it. What are qualities? What would, what would you qualify as a quality? Um, an adjective about you. Mm. That I guess that's what I would say a quality is. So like good sense of smell. Yeah. The quality. That sounds like an, an ability. ability. Oh. Like um, really honest. Mm. That's a quality about you. You Just honesty. It's just like fundamental, Integrity. not a learned thing. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Why is this harder than I expected? Well, because we're thinking about it. Well, yeah. We're considering all options. Yeah, let me like, I'm just think out loud. Thinking out loud. I'm really trying to get sued today with all of my <laughs> song references. I'd like to know, you know, I'd like to be like a lie detector, you know, knowing people are lying to me. That would be a great skill. But then like, what do I do with it? Do I just call people out and be like, you're lying. And I just trust me, bro. I can tell when people are lying. Like, what? no one's going to believe you. Well, you don't need anybody to believe you because you know, mm. right? Yeah. Then also, is that kind of a burden to like know when people are lying to you? Because sometimes people just throw a little lie in there. They're not trying to harm anybody, but they just right, do But it. if you can recognize that, you can be like, that's fine that you're lying to me. But what if it's like, hey, I really enjoy your company. <laughs> And then you know that they're lying. There's a little red X above their head. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> would suck. That would suck. That would suck. I, much to my therapist's chagrin, uh, I believe that what everybody thinks about me is, in fact, my business. <laughs> and so I would love to have that ability, but she would not like me to have that ability. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a fun one. And then it like if you you had it for the rest of your life, it would be a burden. Yeah, yeah, it would. Huh? So I feel like I'm taking that one off of my roster. I would too. I'll take it off. Um, You're welcome, Sepide. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Speed reading. I already kind of have that. Mm. I read faster than the average human. Faster than the average Joe. Yeah, and it's. It seems like it's just a fine. It's okay to have that ability. It doesn't make my life better in any meaningful way, I don't think. Like at best it gets me maybe an hour or two more free time than somebody else. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I also did don't really care about speed reading. Um, all right. Quality. Self-confidence. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I would love to have that. What a great answer. <laughs> to not have imposter syndrome would be excellent. Yeah. Like, I don't want overconfidence. I don't want to like think that I am, I'm better than people, but I just mm. want to like, like have a realistic view of who I am, where I'm at and not doubt it. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good answer. I feel like that's my answer. I, I just I want self-confidence. Oh my God. I love that answer. <laughs> How sad. <laughs> it's not sad though, because I think it's gonna be a lot of people's answers. That's sad that yeah. we all just feel so negatively about ourselves, or at least 
vastly underestimate ourselves. Yeah. It's just so strange. I've had that happen a couple of times this past like month of just like really noticing that like as much as I want to say like I'm a confident person, I am not. I I can be confident in certain areas for a certain amount of time. Something that I was confident in yesterday, I will be like super self-confident because self 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 conscious. Yeah. <laughs> about like my speaking skills, perhaps. <laughs> And, and it's not like I'm just resigned to like, I'm just, you know, self-conscious. Like I'm working to be more confident and I still waver a lot. Yeah. And I think that just having that innate ability to just be confident and be like, hey, I did work for you. Pay me for that work. I earned it. <laughs> also, pay me more for that work. I earned it. Yeah. It would be nice. Would be great. Mm. Yeah. It's attainable, but to be able to snap our fingers and just have it would be amazing. It's attainable, but it's not because of general anxiety and needing people to love me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to take your answer. You can. It's a really it's good the answer. Same answer. Or like something along the same lines. I mean, I guess like our our shortcomings are um, just technically qualities that we don't have currently yeah does it all come back to self-confidence because my here's what my brain is thinking I'm like thinking back to therapy and like what we're talking about and what I'm trying to work on and what I'm trying to work on is making other people's opinion of me less important mm. um especially those the people that I respect I need to make their voices less loud in my conversation with myself about my self-worth. Is the antidote to that self-confidence or is the antidote to that listening to myself? Because I have a voice that's in there. Yeah. And I, I think it's just easily swayed by other people's opinions of me. I feel like that might be self-confidence. I don't know. Because I'm trying to think how my therapist would, would try to phrase and then rephrase and then rephrase things to like really let it sink in with me yeah so I'd be like oh like I mean I know I care a lot and like I know I shouldn't care a lot and, and blah 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 and like kind of blanketing being like I know this I know that I do this like this so don't worry like I understand I'm self-aware kind of letting that be an excuse being like I know I do it I know it's bad at all you know <laughs> but then she would be like okay but why do you think that you're not worth, you know, like your feelings about yourself being enough or why do you like right. you, that you're not, why do you feel like you're not worth this? Which kind of makes me feel like it's a self-confidence thing. Right. But like my answer to that question would be that I do feel that my voice is enough. I'm just not listening to it. Mm. Like logically, I do feel like it is enough. And I have an opinion of myself that's positive in general, but you take a small sliver of it in an area that I care about. And then I'm like, oh, but this person has weighed in here or this person gave me a weird look that one time or this person um, won't hire me to do that thing. So it's clear they don't believe in that skill of mine, like all of this stuff. And I like break it down by what I'm noticing in other people. And so then it it's like, 
I'm listening to the other people's opinions more than I'm listening to my own thoughts and feelings because I've written down like what about me is good at this thing mm-hmm. in on my terms. And I have a long list. I do believe in my skills in this area, but then I just keep listening to the other people. Mm. And I don't know what that is. I don't know. Um, and I don't know that I'm qualified to know. Because I also am in a different position than you. Like I don't think that I have these things. Mm-hmm. I don't have a list. Yeah. Couldn't make a list. Mm-hmm. Um, so like for me, it absolutely is self-confidence because like I am only going off of what other people think about me because I don't have a realistic view of myself. Yeah. And so like it's the good things that people think about me. Like the only reason I think I may be overreacting about my acting is because you just said something about it and not any sort of belief in myself. Yeah. So I don't know uh, from your perspective. Yeah. Well, I guess that's my answer then. Whatever that thing is that I don't have yet or don't have enough of that would help me to have it in that particular area of my life. That's my answer. That's the quality I want. (laughs) (laughs) Belief in yourself. But uh, listen, uh, I I don't know why I want to put a name on it. But but it is. It's like listening to myself over other people. It's like honoring myself. Mm. Um, Trusting your source. Trusting myself. That actually, that does feel true. Like self-trust. Because I do struggle with that a lot. Because of how other people have treated me throughout my life. Like repeated gaslighting makes me not trust my own inner voice. Even though that voice is so there. Mm Mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't have her voice be the end of the discussion, but I, I need it to be. Yeah. She deserves that from me. All right, so self-trust and self-confidence. Love it. Look at us. If we could wake up tomorrow having gained self-trust and self-confidence, how different would our lives be? That's an addendum to this question. Oh. How would oh. you feel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I feel like I could probably take over the goddamn world. <laughs> what would you do tomorrow? If you had self-confidence, what would you do? Oh. Dip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I spent so long not having it and adjusting my life accordingly. Oh. oh. What would I do? I mean, I... I feel like the reason I don't have a whole lot of hobbies is because I try something. I'm bad at it. I don't want to be bad at it. I don't want people to see me being bad at it. Yeah. So like I really enjoyed skateboarding, um, but then I didn't want to like practice like during daylight Mm. so that people could see me. I didn't want to ride my skateboard down the street and possibly like either trip or just like, look wobbly at all Mm -hmm. so but if i was like confident like i'm learning a skill fuck you like i'm gonna get good at this i'd like want to go skateboarding or i'd want to go to a dance class and actually like let myself be back because like self-confidence doesn't mean that i'm automatically good at things right it means that like i understand that this is a period where i'm not gonna be good and that's okay I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fear of failure is so real. It prevents yeah. me from doing stuff all the time. Yeah. So I would just do things I want to do without worrying about other people looking at me doing these things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. 
I could just like go to the gym by myself. Oh yeah. And just like work out. Yeah. To like get stronger uh-huh. and not be like, oh no, I'm not doing these techniques perfectly right. Guess I won't go to the gym anymore. Uh, but I'll <laughs> still pay for the gym membership because I don't know how to cancel it. It's very confusing. <laughs> I could go to the beach and just like get a tan or swim in the ocean. Like there's so many things. Oh, I'm getting emotional now. Mm. All these things I've literally stopped myself from doing because I'm not confident. I don't wear shorts in public mm. and I haven't since, I mean, like I've done it a couple of times, but like I've never felt confident in it going back to like middle school when I was a pencil, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I wasn't the most pencil. So yeah. I didn't want to be compared to the other pencils. That's incredibly, um, powerful what you're talking about it's incredibly important Mm. i wish we could do that i mean we can (laughs) we literally can yeah tomorrow we could do all those things but like it feels so difficult yeah like the things i said my my big wishes for when i get my ability is to go skateboarding i literally have a skateboard i just won't because i'm i'm anxious or i'm scared or to Go to the gym of which I have a membership. Mm-hmm. Like how f- sad is it <laughs> that these are my big wishes? It's not even like I'm going to go audition for American Idol right. or I'm going to become the next big star. It's things that I want to do because they are fun or they bring me joy or they make me feel like strong or good. Yeah, And I can't do it because I'm so worried about random people looking at me and having a thought yeah I don't know what I would do what was mine Uh, trusting trusting myself (laughs) Um, I would walk into a room and not apologize for being there (laughs) (laughs) there's been times in my life where I'm actually unable to open a door physically unable to open the door that's in front of me because I am afraid of changing what's happening in that room with me being there. Like, cause I don't think I deserve to be in there. I'm afraid of what's on the other side. I'm afraid of interrupting. I'm afraid of whatever. Like I literally won't open a door because I'm afraid of them all of the attention going straight to me and I haven't been able to see what's going on before I open the door so I can like plan when to open the door, you know? And yeah. like, who's in the room? Where am I going to go sit? Like all of that stuff. Um, I remember like the the time that sticks out in my brain the most was, and this was like the, my first time feeling this, which is probably why it like sticks out in my brain. But um, I was... It was senior year of high school. I had a massive crush on one of my good friends. And uh, I was also friends with his sister. And I went over to their house um, to hang out with her. And I had decided that that was the day that I was going to ask him to senior prom. Because he hadn't asked me and I knew he didn't have a date. And I was going to ask him because I was going to take control of my life and have it be in my own hands. And he was in his room with the door shut and 
his sister knew I was going to do this. This is why I was over. But we were just like talking about it. And then I was going to go across the hall (laughs) and knock on his door and ask him from, I had my notebook with my (laughs) like speech written down, which was literally my speech was reasons why you should go to prom with me. Oh my God. To convince. I did not. It's so sad. Um, I mean, it was funny. Like there were funny reasons, but also like some serious reasons. But like, I shouldn't have had to do that. Anyway, um, he did not like going to dances. He didn't like doing any of that stuff. So I did feel like I have to, I had to have to convince him. Plus I didn't think he liked me at all. Um, but I stood in front of his bedroom door and I stared at that door for 45 minutes. Ooh. And at a certain point, his sister came out to check on me. She was like, Did, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I can't do it. I can't open the door. She's like, literally just open the door. He's just playing guitar in his room. And I'm like, I know, but like, I can't do it. I cannot do this. And she left <laughs> me. And I was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, and I eventually did. Only because I just, I had this like burst of thinking about like, you just need to do it right now. And then I like moved before I could stop myself Mm -hmm. and I knocked on the door and he didn't hear it. (gasps) Ah. So then I had to knock on his door again. It took me another five minutes to do it. And I knocked on the door. He was so surprised to see me because he didn't know I was coming over. And I walked into his room and I read the paper with my like little shaking hands. No, no off the paper. Yeah, it was sad. Um, and I I read reasons why you should go to prom with me. Um, number one, dances are super fun, even though you don't like them, like all the stuff. And number two, like you're, you'd be going with a friend. So it'd be fun. Like we can make fun of everything. And like, okay. Right. <laughs> um, I get to the end and I was like, anyway, will you go to prom with me? And he said, yes. Okay. So I did get a yes, but um, I'm pretty sure if I didn't ask him, he wouldn't have gone. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe he felt bad for me because <laughs> he didn't like me at that point. I had a massive crush on him, but I don't think he liked me. He only realized he liked me after he went to college 3,000 miles away and was like, oh shit, I miss her more than I thought I would. <laughs> um, and then we dated for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. But Anyway, this anxiety that I feel when I can't see if the door doesn't have a window and I can't see what's on the other side, it feels overwhelming sometimes and debilitating. I've gotten a lot better about it now, but um, having the trust in myself that like I deserve to be there, I can walk in and even if everybody's attention goes to me, it doesn't mean that I will fall into a tiny puddle of my own tears. <laughs> like I will be okay and everybody else will be okay. Yeah. Like it's going to be fine. If I just had that like trust in myself, like I know what the right thing to do here is. And I mean, I have good intentions and other people can see that. Like if I just felt like that, I think I could maybe just move through the world a little bit easier. I have a, well, first of all, I really enjoyed that story. I, I was like nervous for little Bond. Oh, man. She felt so much anxiety in her whole body. Uh, I can't. Uh. Um, but a follow-up question about the doors. Um, do you feel that way about like doors that you've been invited into? Like if not like, hey, come in kind of invite. But like 
like when you get here, like doors just come on in, yep. you know? Absolutely. <laughs> if somebody's like, yeah, just like, come on in. Um, there's like when we went to go uh, see Jameson's house party concert, it was mm-hmm. at a house that we'd never been to before. We were clearly invited. I double checked the address so many times before we walked in that door. <laughs> and the only reason I was able to open that door, cause nobody was there. Yeah, I didn't know whether to knock or not. That gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just walk into somebody's house when they're not like, what if nobody's there yet? I don't know. Like I have all these panic things. The only reason I was able to do that is because I put my anxiety on you. And I was like, she is more anxious about this because she knows less people than I do here. Mm. So I need to do this for us. And then I was able to do it because I was like, this isn't just about me. It was about her too. Yeah. You can rise to the occasion for another person, That's but not right. for yourself. Not for me. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I know. The I would have stayed out there for probably 10 to 15 minutes before walking in, or at least until I heard people at the party or saw someone else walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Waited for somebody else to arrive or like even softly knocked to see if anybody would pay attention to the knock before I walked in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it really doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter if I've been invited. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I get that. I have a little bit of that. Uh, Probably not as, as much, but like, I just also don't want to be wrong. Like, you know, I don't want to be like, Oh, I can be here. Oh, I can't be here. Or like, they want me here. They don't want me here. Like, yeah, it's just it's, sometimes you don't know. Yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. Right. And I like this is the thing that's that's the feeling that I have. And then my brain is like, I think I have good things to say here. I, I think I I think this is fun. I, th- I want to be here. I think I belong here. And then all of the other voices go like, no, but what if you don't? But what if they're mad at you? But what if this? But what if that? And then I'm like, oh my God, I can't trust my own voice because I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. I think that's so interesting. And I think I also like, we kind of have maybe a different, like, like a little bit difference here where I feel like I can get there. Mm -hmm. I can enter the room. I can like uh, the party that we went to this weekend. I had no qualms entering the home. Yeah. I was like a little bit anxious because I didn't know the people, but then I was fine. And then Mm -hmm. I was interacting and social and felt good in that moment. And ever since I've been like, I was so obnoxious. I was, Oh, you're going back over. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking away the good things that I did or the good interactions that I had Yeah, and being like, you were too much. You were so loud. You didn't know these people. Why did you like, take so much of the conversation. Oh yeah. And like I and I my voice instead of being like no 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 like you people and you know you had fun people enjoyed talking to you is like you suck. Oh shit. Yeah. You I can't believe you did that. Like I think that we just have the kind of the reverse of it. Mhm. The the I have I I definitely have negative self-talk sometimes. I think overall it's generally neutral to positive. Mm. So it seems like I have more of that and you have more of the negative self-talk, but I don't fucking believe myself anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, this is really interesting because we do have the same feelings, mm-hmm. but they live a little bit differently in us. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Whoa. Man, the questions strike again. Damn. The uh, goddess. I could have just said... Close up magic. 
Damn it. And then I wouldn't have had to share so much of myself. And close-up magic. It's close-up magic, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your car? (laughs) What? No? Just kidding. It's behind your ear. (laughs) Just kidding. It's behind your (laughs) self-doubt. Oh. On that note, I think we've run out of time, my friend. I think so. I think this was a good little, little... Well, thing. Yeah, this was nice. Yeah. This felt good. Question 12. We've answered. We've spoken honestly. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We have. We are one third of the way through Whoa. this 36 question journey. Are you one third more in love with me? In love? Romantically? No. Mm. It's probably increased romantically a little bit. Okay. But in love with you as a human soul, absolutely off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> what about you for me? Um, I feel like I'm still having this hard. I think we talked about this um, at the party is like, it's really feeling family. Yeah. you're It's giving family. It's giving family for sure. So it's hard for me to even really assess my romantic feelings <laughs> because it'd be like, do I have romantic feelings for my sister? <laughs> um, and the answer is not usually. Not usually. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but I, I do. I love you a lot more th- through this conversation. Yeah. Um, and I mean, every conversation we have. But this one was very, very nice. This one was really nice. Um, but I'll, I'll try to examine why I can't be in love with my sister. I'll, I'll work on it. Yeah. I mean, I will have sex with my cousin, but you won't be in love with your sister. Mm. It feels a little bit unfair. It, it does. And I'm, I'll, I'll try to work to undo that a little bit. Thank you. Great. That's all I ask. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the living room. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.